Bible, the Word of God, not just something that we know about, but what we believe in. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2, it says that the word preached, not being mixed with faith, did not profit them that heard it. So in other words, the word of God must be believed if you're going to get anything out of it. More than just a head knowledge, we have to embrace the word with our hearts and with our faith and believe what the Bible says. And it's this belief that will guide our actions. In James chapter 2, verse 26, it says, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Your body, if your spirit wasn't in it, it would not be active at all. It would be, well, dead. So is faith. If your faith has no works, then it's, a, it's of no, no use. It's not animated. It's not going to do anything. So our faith is what guides our actions. In other words, our works is faith in action. And we can't rely on just works to save us, of course, because we're saved by our works, then we wouldn't need Jesus. We just do a bunch of good deeds, but then they'll be like, well, how much do I need to do? That gets confusing. But thank God it's not like that. Our faith is in Jesus Christ, and that's what drives our works. If we have works and no faith, then that's really an insult to Jesus, thinking we can make it to his kingdom without him. Absurd. So again, our works are a demonstration of our faith. What we do is because we have faith. In fact, in Mark eleven twenty two, it simply says this. Have faith in God. We trust him. We trust his word. In the book of Luke chapter 5, where Peter had been fishing. And he was working all day at it and he hasn't caught anything. But Jesus said, let down your net into the deep. Excuse me, it says, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. And Simon Peter was like, okay, uh, Lord, I've been working at this all night. I didn't catch anything. Yet, at thy word, I will let down the net. And that's a very powerful statement because it's at his word. He's been doing it his way all night long, trying and getting nowhere, trying and getting nowhere. And he's an, ex he's an expert fisherman. But yet, at the word of the Lord, he let down his net. And you know what happened next? They caught so many fish, they almost sank the boat. He had to even call for help. It was crazy. He'd been doing it his way, but yet at the word of God, he obeyed and got results. Which shows us once again that the word of God, the words of Jesus are good. They're true. What he says, that's what it is. And what we need to do is have this approach to the word of God. Even when it comes to things that we don't fully understand. Yet at thy word, I will act. At the word of God, 
I'll put my trust and put my faith because I know that the word of God is true and is accurate and he will back up his word with his power. In other words, don't howl God. Trust God. Don't worry about the howl because he's God. He'll back it up. What he says is what it is. Our job is to have faith and trust him. In Luke chapter 9, you know the story of the the two fish and the five loaves and how they fed over 5,000 people. How? They gathered it up and Jesus said, okay, feed them. But two fish and five loaves, 5,000 people. But yet it was done to the point where they even had 12 baskets of fragments extra. Wow. There was more than enough than what they needed. Trust God. Believe in his word and take action. The Bible says for us to walk by faith. It says the just self live by faith and not understanding. It's by faith. In fact, it's the book of Proverbs chapter chapter 3 verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. That's powerful. I'm not looking to me to figure things out all the time. I'm looking to the Lord. I don't trust my understanding. I don't understand enough. Trust in the Lord. And lean not to your own understanding. Let him guide your path. Let him direct your ways. Because God always has our best interests in mind. We can't come up with a better idea about things than God. We're not smarter than God. So the best thing that we can do is just trust him. Because it's the carnally minded, the fleshly minded, the worldly minded person that has trouble trusting God. It says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 that the natural man, the natural carnally minded person receives not the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. See, fleshly minded, carnally minded people they're not going to get the things of God because they're operating in the flesh. In other words, they want to see it before they can believe it. And if they can't see it or touch it, then it's just foolishness to him. If they can't figure it out first, it's just foolishness to trust an invisible God. Foolishness. But the thing is, though, that the invisible God is in contact with the invisible part of us which is our spirit and it gives us spiritual discernment spiritual understanding see the natural person says seeing is believing the spiritual person says believing is seeing sounds like foolishness right but that just goes to show that God has more for us than what meets the eye because God is more than what our senses can tell us and what our understanding can grasp. God is beyond that. God wants to take us farther than just than just what we can understand. Our 
understanding our intellect can't go far enough. Because check this out. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, it says, But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has entered in to the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Verse 10 says, But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Eye has not seen these things. Ear have not heard these things. This is beyond our sensory. But these things are also revealed to us by His Spirit. See, we got to have that spiritual understanding, spiritual discernment, and we're not going to get there without faith. Faith in God is going to show us these things according to His Word. Again, how? No, don't ask God how. We trust his word. We believe that what he says is true. That he's going to reveal to us things that I haven't seen and ears going to hurt, that has not heard. That I'm going to expect these things because God's word is true. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 3. It says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear try to understand that try to wrap your mind around that that's hard to do but through faith we have this understanding we don't know how God did it but he did he made something out of nothing he's God he does those things Our faith is in him. Because it says here, through that faith, we understand. Let's check out another scripture. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 3. And let's look at verse, let's jump into verse 19. Because it talks about, well, let's just read it here. It says, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge how are you going to know something that passes knowledge again it's by faith we can be able to as Christians we are able to understand things with our with our spirit that maybe we can't even articulate we understand and know things with a heart that our head doesn't get it's true that Christianity is based on not what we know, but who we know. In other words, the Bible in many ways is like a launch pad so that we can blast off into the deeper things of God. Things that really can't just wrap our minds around. If he's going to show us things that I hasn't seen, that means it's more than just what's written in the pages of the Bible. But there's a spiritual experience, a spiritual happening between you and God that's going to take us into what it says here. Eye has not seen, ear has never heard, all these fantastic things that are going to be revealed to us by his spirit. So it is a must that we become spiritually minded people, become spiritually sensitive to the move of God within us. Because real Christianity is not just a church experience only. 
was a daily living, existing, ongoing experience that we have with God. Where now you have a personal interactive relationship. Personal. Where you know, maybe if you can't explain the whole thing to somebody, but in your spirit, you have this connection to God. And that's an awesome thing. Our connection to God isn't through the church. It's directly to God. And that's awesome. So we need to have faith in his word, believe in his word, and take action on it. And understand that his word is good. His word is true. So we're not just reading it as a story or just ink on a page. Our expectation and our hope is in the word of God. And that really puts us in position to experience the, the richness of that relationship. Again, beyond church, beyond religion. Religion can't do it for you. But it's that relationship that we all have to have with God. So believe in God, believe in his word, trust in what the Bible says, and then watch what happens. His word is good. Believe it, receive it. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you.